Hi, everybody. This is Gary Francione. And Anna Charlton. And welcome to our first Abolitionist Approach podcast for our new series. You know, we haven't done a podcast in a long time. We've been doing some webinars, and we're going to be doing more of those, and we hope you'll join us. But we haven't done a podcast for a long time. And so we're uh, our, our goal is to do uh, short, regular podcasts. Now, the trick here is how regular they're going to be, because... Uh, it, it's going to require that I uh, get comfortable with the editing software. And given my technological abilities, we may be talking about regularity measured in terms of years. But I'll try my very best. Uh, before we get going, I wanted to say we have our six dogs here. And uh, it's a hot day, and uh, they're actually quite quiet. But that could change at any moment. <laughs> and if it does, I apologize. But it's their house as much as it is ours. And um, But the, the topic for our first... Uh, podcast of this new series is the death by suicide of Anthony Bourdain and the reaction of animal people to his suicide. We've been seeing uh, a very large number of animal people expressing glee over Bourdain's death and celebrating it and making really nasty statements that they hope that he died slowly, or that it's great to have that scum off the planet, things like that. And we've been disturbed by that, uh, and and uh, we wanted to discuss that with you. You know, it just seems really nasty and cruel to do such a thing. You know, the sixth principle of the abolitionist approach is to embrace nonviolence. Now, whatever nonviolence excludes, if it's meaningful at all, it excludes celebrating someone's death, being gleeful about someone's suicide. There's something really wrong about that. And, um, and, and I think that um, those of you who are doing that need to really uh, reevaluate uh, things and think, what, is, what good is it doing? How are you helping animals? And all you're doing is reinforcing the idea that uh, vegans and animal rights people are basically maladjusted because I'm sorry, um, celebrating his death and being gleeful about it is evidence of being maladjusted. And I think it's a, it's a, I, I don't think, not only is it not doing anything to help animals, I think it's doing something to harm animals. Well, it's particularly callous to Bourdain's family and friends who I'm sure are, are being exposed to a lot of messages. Also, though, to the wider group of people who are struggling with either mental illness or severe depression. Suicide is increasing as a cause of death. Um, I believe 45,000 people committed suicide in the U.S. A uh, as of a couple of years ago. The number is, is increasing. Um, so it, it, sh it shows a, 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 a rather strange uh, form of cruelty uh, to be making comments um, in, in this context. And, you know, there's also something bizarre about this because there's really no difference between Anthony Bourdain and any other uh, non-vegan. And so I don't understand why. I mean, let, let's think about this for a second. Let's take one of these folks who is making statements like, it's great that that scum is off the planet. I'm glad he's dead. Let's imagine that that person has a sister or brother who's not a vegan who commits suicide. Wouldn't that person be horrified? And wouldn't we all be horrified if someone said, oh, I'm really glad your sister or brother killed themselves because they're just non-vegan scum and I'm glad that they're dead. I mean, how can... 
There is no difference between Anthony Bourdain and any other non-vegan. They all participate in animal exploitation. I mean, some people have been saying that, well, you know, Bourdain killed the animals himself and he, you know, he, he, he gutted animals or he ate animals while they were still living or whatever. And I'm sure he did really horrible things. But the bottom line is, is all animal exploitation involves horrible things. All of it does. And the fact that some people go to the store and buy animals and, and you know, uh, other people kill them directly. There may be a psychological difference. I, I have had this discussion many times with animal people about hunters when they get, you know, they, they seem to, you know, they demonize hunters as if hunters are different from any other non-vegan. And the answer is, yeah, I think there's a psychological difference between those people who go to the store and those people who actually go and kill their own animals and, and derive some enjoyment from that. But there's no moral difference. And there's no moral difference between what Anthony Bourdain did and what any non-vegan does. So, you know, just we all have friends and relatives who are not vegan. And, and you know, we all have, and, and, and we would all be horrified if they killed themselves and, and, you know, and other people, you know, expressed glee because they weren't vegans. And, you know, we would say things like, well, you know, yes, my sister wasn't a vegan, but she was a really good person and she just didn't see, she just didn't get the vegan message. Well, that's the exact same thing you could say about Anthony Bourdain. He had a lot of good ideas. I've been reading about him in the past two days. As I said, I've never watched one of his programs, but apparently he was very good on women's issues and he was very good about immigrants and, and, um, and he, you know, he, he didn't get the vegan message. He had, you know, for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is, I'm sure CNN wouldn't have continued his program if he had a vegan message. But he didn't have a vegan message. He had other good messages. And the bottom line is, is how is he any different from, you know, your sister who was a really good person but wasn't a vegan and killed herself? The answer is there is no difference. And we're also wondering what accounts for the vehemence of the reaction um, on uh, the vegan and and vegetarian message boards, um, and uh, we're also wondering if it's because this was a travel show, and apparently Bourdain went to you know off the beaten track and and ate from food vendors on the street and perhaps uh, ate some some things that seem unfamiliar to us, and also really um, looked at food as it's prepared and, you know, prepared on the street and killed on the street in a way that we are protected from um, in most Western countries. So it may well be, it occurs to me, that some of the strength of the reaction is um, related to the tendency of people to point fingers at other cultures, at other traditions, at other types of uh, cuisines and say, ooh, look what they eat. We don't do that. That's uncivilized or it's particularly cruel, um, which, of course, leads people to do these strange single-issue campaigns pointing fingers at other people who are doing something very similar to what's happening next door or even in our own homes. So we can say, ooh, those Japanese hurt dolphins or... Chinese people, some of them eat dogs and point fingers. So um, if Bourdain was going um, to other countries and focusing on food practices that we're not so familiar with, I think that may be um, explaining part of the strength of the reaction that we're seeing here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I think that's absolutely right. I, mean, I would have no doubt that if, um, you know... Uh, um, a more somebody focusing on sort of more more you know American cuisine like Rachel Ray for example yeah exactly um, 
if uh, if something happened to her, I'm sure that there would be uh, people who would express glee and, and so, but not not on this level. Right, not think I think the vegan message boards right. would be lighting right. up right. when Martha right. Stewart goes right. for whatever exactly. reason. Exactly. You know, I, I just don't think I, I think that a good part of this is is the ethnocentrism and the xenophobia right. that we see all of the time in the animal movement. Uh, so yeah, no, I think that's a very very good point. Um, the final point that um, we were talking about before is, you know, a lot of the, the, the message boards uh, and pages have been talking about, well, the problem is, is that Bourdain had a big audience, you know, he had the ability to influence people and he didn't take it. And, uh, and indeed, he, he did things to harm veganism. He criticized vegans, he criticized veganism, and he did things to harm veganism and harm the, the animal position. Well, to the extent that that's true, that harm is occurring much more on the part of the animal groups that are promoting happy exploitation. So, I mean, the, what's, what's so bizarre, uh, you know, it really is an animal confusion movement. You have people who are busy uh, expressing happiness that Bourdain's dead. And these are people, when you go to their pages, because I've been looking at some of the more virulent uh, responses and, and comments, rather, and going to the pages of those people to look to see what other sorts of things are on their pages. And almost to a person, these are folks who support one or more, often many, of the large corporate charities that promote happy exploitation. These people are doing a horrible disservice to veganism by promoting the idea that there's a compassionate way to exploit uh, and, and that, you know, and, and, and uh, urging us to praise Walmarts for phasing in cage-free eggs over the next 37,000 years and things like that. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's really bizarre. There, to the extent that Bourdain did any harm, that harm is much greater when, when you think about what the animal groups that these people support are doing. Well, no, I, I've seen him today, today called the standard bearer for meat eaters, which is a strange comment because meat eating doesn't need a standard bearer. It's, it's what's normal. You mean and, Bourdain was called the standard bearer? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it, meat eating is, is so solidly right, exactly, entrenched by exactly. tradition and common practice now it doesn't need anyone out there to to uh exactly to push it any further forwards uh yes he had a apparently a huge platform and a, it's it's sad it's 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 sad that apparently an otherwise progressive person hadn't seen um that progress his otherwise progressive ideas should have led him to a different view on veganism and wouldn't it have been wonderful to have a, a show on CNN with that large audience going around the world and finding out what fantastic vegan food was uh, easily and cheaply available. That would be great. But I can also see that somebody whose um, who's, uh, life has been um, in, the, in the usual restaurant industry in the United States um, and who is not going to probably get a uh, the opportunity to swap professionally to having a vegan show is not like it's going to be an uphill battle to get them um, to change their ways. But I, we were talking about it um, today, weren't we, Gary? And um, his show, I think, has done a hell of a lot less harm yeah. to um, to keeping meat eating entrenched than the message coming out of the new welfareist groups. Because he he's doing what we already know happens, 
Um, they're saying, go ahead, keep doing right. it, we're, and it's okay. We're, we're the experts. We're the animal people. We're the experts, and we're telling you, you can keep doing it as long as you do it less, as long as you're a reducitarian, or as long as you do meatless Mondays, or as long as you eat cage-free eggs, crate-free pork, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't think. One. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any rush to start eating exactly. snakes alive or otherwise. <laughs> right, exactly. But there is this. Yeah. Okay, so I can eat cage-free eggs with a clear exactly. conscience. Exactly. Exactly. Because one or more of these large corporate charities told me it was just fine. Anyway, so that's, uh, we, we, we've shared our thoughts with you about Anthony Bourdain. We hope that if you're one of the people out there who is expressing glee or happiness that this guy killed himself, you reconsider your position on these things. Thank you very much for joining us. We have a couple of pages, abolitionistapproach.com, howdoigovegan.com, and Gary Francie on the Abolitionist Approach to Animal Rights Facebook page. Uh, as I say, we hope to do these things regularly. And, uh, and remember something, if you're not vegan, why aren't you vegan? Ask yourself why you're not vegan, because you know what? There's no good answer to that. So if you're not vegan, please go vegan. It's the right thing to do by the animals. It's the right thing to do by the planet. Thank you very much for joining us, and we leave you with the idea that Nelson Mandela gave us many years ago. Education is the most important weapon for change in the world. Please educate yourself and then go out and educate others. Thank you.